Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Five seconds left as Petrie collects it back in his own zone. Takes one last hit slap shot. And the cup will stay in the bay. The Tampa Bay Lightning are back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. And the Bolts nail down another championship. John Allers with the call a few minutes ago here on 6.30 Chad. The final in Game 5, Lightning 1, Montreal Canadiens nothing. Ross Colton, the only goal of the game with 6.33 left in the second period. He was set up in front by David Savard, who had taken a pass from Ryan McDonough. Nice goal, and that was it tonight. Andre Vasilevsky gets the shutout. Of course he does. All he does when the team has a chance to clinch a series is get a shutout. Five consecutive series clinching shutouts for Andre Vasilevsky who also wins the Conn Smythe trophy as the playoff MVP Tampa Bay back-to-back champions quite a little run for that part of the world the Lightning win the cup in September the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl in early February and now the Lightning on top of the hockey world once again here in the first week of July thanks a lot for tuning in it's 908 I'm Reed Wilkins a special Stanley Cup final edition of overtime open line and we're joined on the line by my colleague Cam Moon who is the play-by-play voice of your Edmonton Oilers here on 630 Ched well Mooner the Vasilevsky price storyline was a big one for a lot of people, certainly for you and I going into this series. And, uh, man, Carey Price did everything he could. But Vasilevsky, I think, proving right now and probably over the last three or four years, he's the, he's the best goalie in the game. Absolutely crazy. Uh, I thought Carey Price gave his team an incredible opportunity to win today. Uh, but you got to score. <laughs> and when you got a guy, and you just mentioned it, five straight series to close out. With the shutout, that's unbelievable when you think about it. Uh, his save percentage in the final was 942. That's that's an amazing stat. A 937 overall in the playoffs. That's, wow. Uh, first time I saw Vasilevsky, it was uh, it, live and in person anyway, was uh, at the 2012 uh, World Under-18 Championships. And uh, he's playing for Russia, and you could see this guy was unbelievable. He played the World Juniors, uh, I think, at 17, which is unbelievable as well. So he's, yeah, he's he's a special netminder. Uh, he really, it seems like when when the chips are, are really down, when you get in a real tight situation. That's when he plays his best, which is, I guess, the mark of any great goaltender. But to be able to just shut the door, he didn't give the Canadians a sniff tonight. And there were opportunities where where pucks got through and there were some tough saves. He didn't have to make, like, like multiple saves. I thought his team defensively had a really good job of, of keeping the, the Canadians to, to one and done. And a few opportunities off the rush. I thought Josh Anderson's opportunity in the third period was 
about as good as it got. I mean, Montreal only, only got eight shots on net in the third. So I, they pressed. I thought the effort was really good. Uh, it just it was tough to get shots through, and and when you did, I'll give the Lightning total credit as they retrieved pucks real well and got it out of danger quickly. So Vasilevsky was sharp, uh, but I didn't think he had to be amazing uh, in the third period because his team played as well as they did. They really they just just closed it out. They kind of just choked out the the Montreal Canadiens in the third period. So the Lightning win two in a row, Cam. A a few things I want to hit on with them. And from my years of watching sports, and, and I certainly don't claim to have it all figured out, but what's the sign of a of a great team? And yeah, you know what? Tampa Bay won a game against the New York Islanders, but it wind up eight nothing in uh, in game five. Like they just absolutely pounded the. Okay, that happens. Yeah. And I suppose you know blowing out a few teams along the way is the sign of a great team. But I always, you know, when I look at championship teams or or, or teams that are, are really good, even if they don't make it quite the all the way to the finish line, is can you win a game when you're having an off night? Do you still have enough to win with your B game or sometimes even your C game? And maybe for that reason, Cam, the one game I'm really going to remember in this series is game two because Montreal yeah. dominated. The shots were 43-23. You came on with me after that game, and we're we're sitting there saying, well, man, like, is that Montreal's best punch? And Tampa Bay took it and still won the game. And, and, and to me, that's maybe a defining moment in this, in this year. Look, tonight's game was close. Game four was close. Tampa Bay clearly better in games uh, one and three. Montreal clearly better uh, in game two. But, but they, didn't, they didn't win it. And uh, ultimately along the way, I think Tampa Bay, as great as they were and, and as good as they are, they, they, I, you know, they probably won a few along the way where they necessarily didn't have their A game because they still had enough, whether it was Vasilevsky, depth, whatever. They still had enough to win the Knights. Maybe they were a little bit cooler than they would have liked. Yeah, it certainly starts in goal uh, when you think about games like that where you're not your best, but you find a way to win. More often than not in those games, you look back and go, wow, you know, the goaltender hung us in for quite a while till we... or took advantage of an opportunity even though maybe you didn't generate a lot and you can look to the team's depth they they got a lot out of a lot uh lines one through four all making contributions all six defense making contributions not necessarily offensively but most certainly defensively so uh, when you have that type of depth, and even if you're having a night where it's not great and you've got the goaltending of Vasilevsky, uh, it gives you a fighting chance. And it, it, uh, it does go to show that, uh, that depth's important uh, and goaltending is most certainly important. Uh, when it gets to playoff time, it, that's probably the most important thing because if you don't have it, you have, uh, you have no chance against the teams that do have it. But, yeah, hats off to the Lightning to... To come back, uh, to do it two years in a row, which is very hard to do in the cap world, uh, but they found a way, and uh, they, they played well. They absolutely deserved it. I mean, you're not going to look back on this Stanley Cup final and and say, wow, the, you know, the Habs really uh, missed an opportunity because I, 
Yeah, with the exception of game two, uh, I, yeah, I thought Tampa Bay was the better team. They they most certainly deserved it. But you guys still got to go out there and win. You still got to go out there and get it done. And they did. They found a way to get it to get it done. And I thought I, I thought they played well. They played really well tonight. I mean, there just wasn't much going on for for Montreal. Even when they would have a power play, it was it was a lot of one and done. So if there was anything, so. Uh, I was very impressed with the way Tampa Bay played in their own end tonight. Cam Moon, Reed Wilkins with you. The Tampa Bay Lightning are once again the Stanley Cup champions, the third in their franchise history, second season in a row that they win the Big Bowl. one nothing the final tonight over the Montreal Canadiens. Ross Colton, the only goal scorer. And that, you know, to, to build on what you were saying about the depth, Cam, and they put up a graphic on Hockey Night in Canada during the broadcast about the goal scoring. And... It was pretty evenly. In fact, I think lines three and four were doing better than line two and just as well as as line one. And, yeah. you know, Ross Colton, uh, not a household name. Uh, I guess he will be now for a lot of hockey fans, but probably, uh, you know, not a lot known about him before we got into the playoffs here and people started seeing him a little bit more. And to tie that back into the team we cover uh, on a daily basis, uh, the Edmonton Oilers, like they're still looking for that. And, and I've made the argument that, I, you know, I know certainly third line center is something the Oilers need. I, I, I've stretched that argument some nights to even say they, they might need an entire third line. And we saw when Edmonton went out, well, almost uh, seems like a long time ago now, I guess May, back on May 24th, you know, they cut down to nine forwards in overtime and, and probably something Tampa Bay wouldn't feel like they needed to do if they ever got into a long overtime. So, you know, the depth up front for the Lightning and something that the Oilers continue to need to build towards. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. And they were getting contributions throughout that lineup. And further to that point, the depth of the Montreal Canadiens getting all the way to the Stanley Cup final. You saw the, the fourth line of Stahl, Perry, and Armia out on the ice, even down to the late stages of tonight's game when they're down by one. So that I think that says a little something about the depth up front uh, with Montreal. And I, that's something you and I talked about really early in the season. Uh, when Montreal came through Edmonton, where we were impressed that lines one through four, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, it wasn't like a huge difference between lines one through four with Montreal, but Tampa Bay maybe even a little bit more so, probably a little more production uh, throughout those four lines. I thought that was a really hard-working goal. Uh, Win a battle along the wall, uh, and then the puck gets over to Savard, and and Corey Perry looked like he wasn't sure. He was trying to protect the middle, but when it goes over to Savard, he, that gave he had room and 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 some space to make a play. And, and you get Colton winning body position in front, and he just basically it was like a pass, looking for a redirect in a, in a bank, able to bank it into the net was Colton, but only because he was able to get that body position, and Savard had the amount of time that he did over on the wing. And that was after they won a, a puck battle along the wall. So it's a real good, hard-working goal. It, it, not, a, not a huge breakdown by Montreal, but a little bit of one, enough to give them some opportunity. But Tampa Bay just uh, that, that was found a way to outwork them in that situation. You never know when it's going to happen or result in a goal. And there was a, just a, a solid effort by the lightning to create that opportunity to give him a chance for that goal. 
I'll also say this because I've already seen some cap circumvention cup wisecracks on social media. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't like, here's the thing. The Tampa Bay Lightning actually did not break the rules. No, I know. Everybody's saying that. Like, there was a salary cap in the regular season. They obeyed it. They used long-term injured reserve, and they activated guys in the postseason. It has happened before. And, you know, I often uh, remind people about this sometimes when the officials get criticized because there's a difference between a bad call and a bad rule. And you you may not like the rule, but you know who made the rules? Uh, The the owners who collective bargained. (laughs) Like. They're, no, they're fine with it because they, they all know they might need to do it at some point, and the Lightning did it. Yeah, no, exactly. It, it's not like it, it changed any time recently. It's been that way for a while. So it's, it, yeah, that's, uh, that's just the way it is. And if you have a situation where a guy is out the entire season, like Nikita Kucherov was, he can come back in the playoffs, and it's uh, not when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply going to disrupt your cap situation so yeah we we all knew what it was like it's that's that's the deal so yeah and it was made you're right the the, those rules are put together by the the ownership groups within the national hockey league so yeah don't complain about it now like (laughs) there's no point complaining now uh that was it was that's just the, the way it is and unless if the league doesn't like it i am sure they will close that off and 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 throwing rules that are different to that, but nobody seems to be upset by it, so uh, I'm sure it'll continue. Yeah, all right, and we should just quickly touch on the Canadians here before I let you go, Cam, and we'll have post-game coming up from a couple of Habs players as they're beating one nothing tonight. Uh, man, what an interesting team to watch. They burst out of the gate. Uh, they dropped off in the North Division. They, they could not win an overtime or a shootout until late in the year. Uh, they had the COVID delay. They brought up Cole Caulfield. They had to cram in all these games against the end of the season, at the end of the season, or I guess the extended season, uh, including a couple against the Oilers. And then nobody gave them a chance against the Canadians. John Shannon picked the Leafs in three when we did predictions. Um, yeah. And they made it pretty far. I, I know there's no consolation prize, uh, and I know their fans are, are heartbroken tonight, but they turned out to be pretty fun to watch. And like you said, an interesting team with kind of a, a bit of a whack-a-mole offense out front, a balance of four lines, and, and some pretty rugged defensemen that helped out a lot. Yeah, and they still didn't even make the playoffs. Like, it was touch and go there for a bit at the end. If Calgary could have gone hot, uh, they might have snuck in in that in that number four hole in the north. So, yeah, they just squeak in there. The ups and downs and the COVID uh, jammed up at the end for them. Like that, their last month of the regular season. Oh, that was a tough goal. Uh, they were playing sport every second night, uh, and you got travel in there as well. And then they're down three one to the Toronto Maple Leafs, which shocked absolutely nobody. Uh, and and come back to win that and get on one heck of a roll. Uh, 
so you know hats off to them to win seven and seven games in a row including that, that comeback against the Leafs I thought you know that's that's unbelievable Carey Price he, he carried the team and and played as well as he did but it's the depth up front the top 4D who we said right off the start of the year are going to be a handful for teams to play against with uh with Ben Sherratt Shea Weber Joel Edmondson and Jeff Petrie that they were going to be tough to play against the they're physical, and, and they they definitely make you pay a price in front of the net and within the Montreal zone. So those four, I thought, were, were really solid for them throughout the playoffs, obviously goaltending. Uh, but, yeah, they were able to spread it around. They, they remember Gallagher, Brendan Gallagher was out for a good portion in the regular season. And, and Montreal's just not as good when he's out of the lineup. And, you know, he was able to come back, and then he – provides that spark there's certainly he he seems to lead the emotional level of that team and having him in the lineup makes a a significant difference so uh, i think that was a big part of it too um yeah there there uh it it turned out to be an incredible season for us they lose the final but i think their their fan base has got to be really excited you know a bit of a Cinderella run to the final and and that's going to spark the fan base and be excited about this team looking ahead to next year. Mooner, thanks for jumping on. It was fun to get a little bonus airtime with you. Of course, we'll be having you on Inside Sports throughout the summer as well. Really appreciate it, buddy. Anytime. Thanks for having me on. That is Cam Moon on Overtime Open Line, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. The Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup, knocking off the Montreal Canadiens from the Habs. Here are Brendan Gallagher and Philip Deneau. Next question, Eric Engels. Brendan, how can you describe what this group means to you? Ah, sorry. You know, I played on a lot of really good teams with a lot of really good guys. Um, It's hard right now. Sorry. Uh, Next, no, we just. Sorry, I'll try and answer. We got uh, you know so many players that worked their entire career to get to this point, and it's uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. Next question, John Liu. Phil, I'll ask you, um, similar to what Brian, uh, Brendan just answered, but uh, I mean, even though you didn't get the result that you wanted, uh, what are you going to appreciate most about the experience that you've uh, had over the last two months? I mean, obviously, uh, big, big experience as a team. Uh, seems like we couldn't get a, a rest during the year, couldn't get our game going and then we got to play off and somehow everything clicked for us and then uh, made it to the final not enough but uh, very proud of this group and uh, the way we came all together is it's been an unbelievable run and uh, we've been through a lot this year and this group gonna get really strong mentally and uh, yeah next question JF Shema I a question for Brendan. Brendan, I know that it's not easy right now for you, but what would you like to say to your teammates? Just thank you. You know, they uh, 
Every single guy gave everything they had every single night through this run. And, you know, you look at our group, obviously, uh, you know, there's a lot more talented teams. There's just a lot of teams that uh, do a lot of things, but there's no team that is stronger as a group and uh, the resiliency that we showed. Um, you know, I'm uh, just a good team to be a part of. Next question, Chantal McAvee. Okay, that is Brendan Gallagher and Philip Deneau from the Montreal Canadiens. Obviously disappointed as they're doing post-game interviews while the Tampa Bay Lightning continue to celebrate their second consecutive Stanley Cup. Alex Kalorn interviewed by uh, Kyle Bukakis, uh, Bukakis on the uh, Hockey Night Canada broadcast saying that he had surgery last week and he had a rod put in his broken fibula hoping to play to get back into the series, but he added, luckily the boys didn't even let me have the chance to play. Wow. Uh, Alex Glorn, of course, left game one after blocking a shot. A little bit of humor from the Calgary Flames Twitter account tonight. Wishing the Tampa Bay Lightning congratulations on two of their Stanley Cups. Of course, the, the first one by the Lightning came at the expense of the Flames in 2004. The Canadian drought continues. The Canadians remain the last Canadian team to win the cup that was back in 1993 since then Vancouver's made the final a couple of times Ottawa made it Edmonton made it Calgary made it now Montreal makes it and uh, they have not been able to bring it back north of the border thanks to Cam Moon for hopping on thanks to our studio producer Kellen Kennedy thanks to Will Hawk Beef Jerky as well for bringing you the Stanley Cup final editions of the Faceoff show and overtime open line Stauffer has Oilers now from noon to two tomorrow I'll have inside sports from six to eight have a great night 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.